listening to Kingdom Radio. What's up? What's up? Check out that intro by Volbeat on Kingdom Radio. Kingdom Radio. What's up, our good friends? My name is Ron, and I'm always with my beautiful wife, Laura. Hello, good friends. And we want to speak to you about our Colorado trip. Our Colorado trip was fantastic. We had a lot of first times. But there's a first time for everything. Oh, yes. On the Colorado trip. Oh, yes. First time going to Colorado, going to see Denver. First time the kids ever seen the snow. First time they got on an airplane. A lot of first time experiences happen. Red rocks. A lot of cool stuff coming up on this show. But first, let's start off with the plane ride. The plane ride? <laughs> Can we get back on the plane? Yeah. The plane ride. That was a great plane ride. In fact, Later on, the next week, when we got onto economy, Laura says, I will never ride economy ever again. I know you didn't just book this economy, Bosch. Never. <laughs> and that was because we had the, kind of the first class, if there was a certain thing, on Spirit Airlines. Yes. On Spirit Airlines, they have the front eight seats or um, little double seats that you got a little more room, a little more leg room. Instead um, of three seats, it's actually only two seats, and it's right in the front, and there's no one there. Yeah. It's a little bit more spacious, well worth the 20 bucks or 30 bucks, whatever it was. Yeah, it was totally worth it. Totally. Yeah. We got Laura spoiled on Spirit Airlines, yeah. if there's such a thing. Uh, you know, you, you might have to pay extra for your bags and pay extra for your snacks, but uh, you got some extra leg room for 20 bucks that's totally worth it totally totally worth it so we got to colorado and getting to colorado the interesting thing about the airport i want to start with the airport the interesting thing about the airport is when you're going to a new place you can only imagine what it must be like like going to texas for the first time 15 years ago i thought everyone would be riding horses And there would be farmland, and as soon as you get off the plane, just instantly, with the snap of a finger, people would be like, Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, we're in Texas. Welcome. Where the hell are you from with that accent? You know, that's how I thought it was supposed to be when I went to Texas, but it was nothing like that. Not even close. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Kingdom Radio. It was just like a regular city. It, it was There was a few parts that are like that, but mainly it's not like that. And going to Denver, Colorado, now that they've legalized pretty much everything, cannabis, 
gambling. I mean, pretty much everything's legal. You're thinking that when you go there, there's going to be a bunch of people with their eyes red, glazed over, red, green, blue hair, whatever, and people making these statements and earrings and ear gauges. And that's what the Houston airport looked like when we were leaving. See, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't that you, what you say is how you say it. It's jokes. It's fun. But it's also the truth. In the back of your mind, you'd be wanting to say this shit sometimes. It really was. And when we went to Denver, Colorado, it was nothing like I thought. It was all rich white people. It was, you know, people from Beverly Hills that just stepped into the airport. There was but I like white people. the conveyor belt where they had the luggage coming through. They also had one for skis, and it was a ski thing that goes on the plane. It was awesome. Everyone had snow skis, snowboard ice hockey i mean it was all kinds of stuff like that very high class of people i've never seen anything like that and it started off on the right foot in denver colorado as soon as we got there very high class clientele i seen personally in the airport and it was everyone it wasn't just one or two people everyone there the airport fashion show very high class clientele in the Denver Airport. Yes, lots of booby lifts, Botox, and extra lip injections for sure. Maybe a little. <laughs> there were some fashion statements too. There's some you fashion statements. You can say that statements. again. You can say that again. Yeah, and but Ron really liked it. it. Sounds like we need to go back. Yeah, there was like there was a miracle. There was a miracle at the airport. I never thought that I would be here to announce this miracle, but Lars' mom was actually on time. And say what? Oh, to be completely honest, it was the smoothest, I mean, 15 minutes from the time we got off the, the plane to the time we were in the parking lot. It was very organized. You weren't waiting for your luggage. It was in and out of there. It was awesome. I'm talking about Spirit Airlines. I mean, they pulled off that kind of service. It was fantastic. You're listening to Kingdom Radio. As soon as we left the airport going to Denver and we're in the truck with Laura's mom and we're riding through with mother-in-law, seeing the mountains get closer and closer and closer where we got to Laura's sister lives, that was like majestic. And every time you turned and make the turn, you were closer and closer closer except for this one cloverleaf interchange oh please loud change the subject <laughs> i mean we went around and around and around you know like the the four leaf clover where you take an exit and you can take an exit and keep going back the other way we must have did that like four times and i'm like Damn! just let us out and get us let's get an uber or something i mean you know I, I feel like i'm peeled to the left side of my seat for the last 10 minutes as we're making hard right turns you know over and over and over it's like can someone read laura pull up the gps for us. Yeah, it's all right it was we were just uh taken back by the mountains so my sister lives in littleton which is south of denver and she lives near chatfield state park and it is unbelievable there is mountains on every side of that the neighborhood every single side you it cannot see a spot without seeing the beautiful mountains and it was cold while we were there it was snowing while we were there even in their backyard even though we were going to the mountains say the next day or the two days later we were going to go to the mountains and go skiing or snow tubing or something the fact that the kids could actually slay down this hill that they had in their backyard. That was when I grew up, when it snowed, you went over to the little hills and the kids would, you know, play down the snow in the backyard. They had that in their backyard and it was like no big deal, like just another day at the office situation. Yes. 
the kids had an awesome time. They were outside nonstop. You had to make them come inside. And it wasn't a wet cold, so they weren't complaining 10 minutes after they were outside. They were You actually had to make them come inside. <laughs> yeah, and it was like four degrees outside or negative two degrees, but it didn't even feel that cold. As when I was a kid having 10 layers of this mm -hmm. and three pairs of pants and three socks on with your boots, with you know, plastic bags over your socks and then your boots are on and just trying to stay dry. It was nothing like that. It was just put a bib over a snow bib and boots on a regular, you know, sweatshirt with just your, you know, jacket on top. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was really great. It was fine. It didn't feel as cold as it actually, the temperature was telling it was. <laughs> <laughs> when we get home, if it's 30 degrees in Texas, bro, it's cold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Denver like, wasn't like that. <laughs> You're listening to Kingdom Radio. The first day that we actually did something, we got there on a Friday. The first day that we actually did something was on Saturday. Saturday morning, Uncle Rob I said my brother had to work. So Laura and I barred Aaron's car. And on the way to the Denver Broncos Stadium, Mile High Stadium, we stopped off and seen some real people ice fishing. Real men of genius. Yes, at uh, Chatfield Reservoir, they had ice fishers out there in their tents, and we tried to walk out there, but I guess the location we picked was a little more uh, sketchy ice. <laughs> That's a nice way of saying I was too fat to get onto the ice and go no, out there. No, no, no. Yeah, as soon as we took like two steps, two or three steps on the ice, I mean, it just had a sound that it was about to break in a few seconds. Yeah, so we decided against it because, I don't know, we're not used to that kind of... Uh, you know, adventure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to slip and bust my ass on the ice. Number one. Number two, I'm definitely not going to break the ice and fall in like some jabroni on vacation. So <laughs> ice fishing, out of the question. That's 100. <laughs> Taking some pictures of the guys ice fishing. That's cool. I like that. But I know it was 30 some degrees and then it was 10 degrees and 20 degrees. And I don't know what it was in the last couple months and how thick the ice is. I see a bunch of people out there and even some people had vehicles that they had oh, drove yeah. out there with trailers and everything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the first couple cracks and stuff when we're just entering the ice, maybe that's normal because the water's shallow at the edge. But I, I, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's better to be safe than sorry, especially if that's not your element. But there's de a lot of people ice fishing. And they talked about, you know, being careful on the ice and all that stuff. So it's definitely something, if you're not used to it, definitely uh, do your research before you step out on the ice. Yeah, you know, we even seen, like, the, the fire and rescue team, like, from the mm -hmm. fire department. They were out there doing ice water saving drills. Yes. They were cutting the ice and had the emergency response team out there practicing saving people from ice. It was That was pretty cool, too. But another reason why we didn't want to walk out to the ice is because, you know, people had tents set up and they were fishing. I was thinking, yeah, I can walk over to the tent, but how weird is it someone walks up to your tent? Hey, man, what's going on, man? I just want to see what the hell's going on in here. Do you think I could take a video of you guys sitting here or whatever they were doing? Oh. <laughs> Man, it just seems like it was just a bad idea to walk out there to where they were fishing. Yeah, but it was beautiful. It yeah. was a beautiful scene. It was it was something I've never seen before. You're listening to Kingdom Radio live from Mile High Stadium. Hold up, man. He's talking about the Broncos. Where the Denver Broncos play. And this is during the NFL playoffs. So obviously nobody was at the Denver Broncos Aww. stadium because, you know, they're not in the playoffs. Or, <laughs> no. Calm down. But we have Russell Wilson. It's a rebuilding year. Hold up, man. He's talking about the Broncos. You see the videos from Mile High Stadium. 
And speaking of Mile High, we traveled around and looked at the number one dispensary in Colorado. The number one dispensary. That was what you know Google told us it was, and it was this little shack, you know, the the Giving Tree. The Giving Tree. The man said that um, in Colorado that there are more cannabis dispensaries than there are Starbucks and McDonald's put together. I mean, can you believe that? Say what? Yeah, I can believe that. It's crazy. It's really interesting to see how things have changed. I didn't see dispensaries on every corner. It looked like a normal city to me. It didn't look anything crazy. I mean, it didn't look dangerous or run down. There wasn't abandoned buildings with broken out windows or... You know, it wasn't anything like that. We're like, oh my gosh, this is super dangerous. Let's get out of here. Denver wasn't that bad. It was just like an inner city. What do you think an inner city would be? You know, where they had the hockey and they had an amusement park Mm -hmm. and they had where the football stadium was. There was a lot of cool things that looked like that you can do downtown. But we only had an hour and a half to explore by ourselves. And then we had to make it back to go on our Saturday voyage. Our Saturday voyage. My sister got a, a fantastic Mary Poppins for the afternoon and evening for us, and uh, we had a great time exploring. And uh, they're showing us their favorite places and favorite things to do uh, while in Denver. Yeah, it was awesome. So one of the things they came from Texas and they moved to Denver, where Rob is actually from, and Mexican food, Tex-Mex that you get in Texas is the best place to get Mexican food in the world. Tex-Mex. Hold up. He's talking about Tex-Mex. There's not many places that can reproduce a Tex-Mex, authentic Tex-Mex like you see in Texas. And going to Denver, they've been going from place to place to place trying to find good Mexican food like they found in Texas. And they pretty much struck out every time. And there is one place. I mean, I wouldn't buy the queso there. But there is one Mexican place that they recommended. And this was probably the nicest restaurant in Denver. And if you ever go to Denver, ever, this is the place that I recommend that you try it. As well, it's called La Loma. La Loma, a Mexican kitchen in Denver, Colorado. It was delicious. Absolutely delicious. This next segment is brought to you by the Kingdom Food Network. This next segment is brought to you by the Kingdom Food Network, where Laura is sharing some recipes and we are doing restaurant reviews. Yes. We're going to review La Loma in just a minute and we'll be coming up. I'm going to be making the Colorado famous green chili. The famous green chili. Soon. Everywhere you go. Every restaurant you go, the thing in Denver is the green chilies. Every restaurant has the green chilies. Everyone has their own version of the green chilies. And after going to three or four restaurants, I'll tell you, none of them had the green chili gravy or sauce or salsa together like La Loma's. Oh, yeah. It was creamy. It was delicious. It had great amount of spice to it. It was awesome. Let's start from the beginning. La Loma, a Mexican kitchen in Denver, Colorado. Hold up. He's talking about La Loma's. So the moment that we pull up to La Loma's, it's beginning to snow. And this thing is elevated on top of a small mountain top. It's at the top of it and it overlooks like all of Denver and you can see the mountains in the distance. But as we pulled up, it started to snow. So a lot of this beautiful view that Paloma boasts 
with 360 views, panoramic views with all glass windows on the outside of this restaurant that you can see these beautiful views. It's snowing and it's beautiful view, but it's not as beautiful as it would be on a clear day. They were apologizing, but we thought it was great. And as soon as you walk into this restaurant, it's like business class, valet type of you know atmosphere. You walk in, there's a fireplace going. It's a picture of Mama Loma. Mama Loma. <laughs> you know, she's up on the fireplace, and then you have a fresh tortilla making station where the person's making tortillas and you have these agave tequila bar that's overlooking all the tables and the tables everyone can see this panoramic view they sit us down in a private table over in the corner where we sit down and they start putting this green chili in front of us and i must say it was fantastic. It was so good. Laura said, I just want to buy a quart of this and fly it home so I can try to duplicate this, which it never made it home. But it, make it. it did not make it here. What else was good at the La Loma? Uh, we had the fajitas and they were excellent. Um, we also had their guacamole, which was very fresh um, here. Guacamole is, you know, a lot of times they'll mix like some mayonnaise or something with it to make it stretch or whatever this was full on avocado and cilantro and lime is delicious and i will highly recommend the margaritas they were el presidente margaritas very tasty so if i ever went back or when i do go back to denver colorado i will be going back to this place and i'm really excited they also oh the um those little egg rolls that were filled with the green chili those were really something else Oh, yeah. That appetizer that we got, those egg rolls with the green chilies were inside of it. And it was stuffed with yumminess. You're listening to Kingdom Radio. You know, when there was only one left, there was like four people about to get into a fist fight. If it was going to get the last one. And we said, let's just split it in yeah, four pieces and let's not fight. I mean, that's how good it was. Yeah, it was very good. It was mm -hmm. very good. And to be clear, it's green chili. It's made with green chilies. <laughs> so it is green chili with pork button. It was great. That segment was brought to you by the Kingdom Food Network. The Kingdom Food Network. That was good. And then we left there and we went to scratch off another thing from our bucket list. We went strolling down through Red Rocks Amplifeeder. The Red Rocks Amphitheater. Where all the musicians come to play the best acoustics built into the mountains. All the mountains are a brown or a blue or this kind of color, but the Red Rocks is one of the few mountains that you'll see that's actually red. And it, as you get closer to it, you can see it from a distance and you're coming up these mountains, weaving and winding through these roads. And every time you move or turn, the landscape or the backdrop is just breathtaking. Yes, yes. And we finally make it up to the top of it. I, apparently, you can stop at the bottom and you can make this trail and run out of breath at this high altitude, catch your breath situation. But we didn't have a Sherpa, so we decided, y'all gonna need to take me and Laura's black ass up to the top. And y'all can do some exercise. Let me just walk on the handicap accessible part. And we went to the top and we walked and even that was kind of stressful yes, and strenuous. It was. Altitude there is very serious. Ron didn't have as much problem as I did. I was definitely out of breath often. Go, just going up some stairs. You don't realize it, but it is real. Mm -hmm. 
And the Red Rocks, when we went to the bottom of the Red Rocks, of course everything's under construction. And normally you can get onto the stage and do some cool thing, but now you can't get onto the stage because it's under construction with the day we were there. So Aaron's like, hey, they sell beer at the top here. Let's walk <laughs> up to the top. I mean, it had to be like, you know, 85 flights of stairs. Yeah. We'll do anything for a bearer. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, come on, let's do it. So she goes halfway up and then she's damn near attacked by this big dog. And so Laura and I are going about 12 or 13, you know, rows of seats up to the point we're damn near out of breath. Like, okay, all right. Uh, do you want to go another 10 or another 15? And finally, we talked ourselves in going to the very top. And when you get to the summit of the Red Rocks Amphitheater, it's not just the theater. I can imagine sitting in the cheap seats during the day before the concert starts. Not only do you have a badass concert and the best acoustics on the planet being there in the mountains, but you also have a view of the mountains from the top of the mountain, looking at all the, these other mountains and how beautiful it is up there. It's really breathtaking, and I cannot wait to see an actual concert there. Oh, yeah. That is definitely on my list of things to do. I always wanted to see like Zach Brown or Little Big Town, somebody who's got some heavy-duty harmonies. And this is by far my favorite song we've ever written, and it's about Colorado. You're listening to Kingdom Radio. All right, the next place we went after Red Rocks was coming down the mountain. We went to one of those local establishments where we got to really see Pastor Rob in action. Hey, hold up. He talking about my brother-in-law. Rob Bun in the house. <laughs> we went to a pool hall, and Laura's mother, Patty, she is a very good pool player. Rob is a fantastic pool player. Aaron is even really good at pool Laura's not the best. I but suck. Okay. I went with four pool sharks. Okay. Let's just be clear here. I just sat and drank beer because they will run the table on each other. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm a pretty good pool player, but oh I wasn't gosh. hardly winning at all. I don't know if it was that Colorado high kind of stuff going on. <laughs> high. Or it's just, I just couldn't shoot a ball in, but. This pool hall was full of people who knew how to play pool, and Aaron, Rob, and Patty, they fit in perfectly because everyone was playing pool. And Pastor Rob, seeing him in action, that was pretty cool, wasn't it, Laura? Yes. To be clear, Rob is an ordained minister, like somebody else I know, and he loves doing weddings. He did one. He got ordained so Laura's brother could get married during Christmas season. Why anyone would get married during Christmas season and then also send us an invite, I have no idea. But for some reason, the extended family in-law... Hey, man, turn that up. He's talking about his in-law. They said, hey, we're having a wedding right in the middle of the busiest time in November and Christmas season. So Now, let me tell you this right here. Now, you look at him. You don't ever do that shit again. 
Yes, but given our Christmas week, it actually turned out to be like the saving grace of our season. It was just a little break, a little day. Rehearsal dinner night, let's meet up for this other reason night, and then let's spend this other night. I said I need you to listen to me loud and clear. As far as Christmas is concerned. It was about a $20,000 wedding for us. (laughs) (laughs) Or more. Now hold on right there, sister. I think what the reverend is trying to say is... Oh, thank you there, right there, Deacon. What I'm trying to say is don't invite me to a motherfucking thing during Christmas. Real talk. (laughs) Anyway, the pool hall and Rob met a couple that were looking for a minister to marry them, and guess what? The... Planets aligned, and Rob is going to officiate another wedding. It all started with that song on in the intro, Volbeat. Yes. It all started with that song that Rob had played on the jukebox. The lady says, Oh my gosh, did you play this? This is my favorite band. I love this song. They were singing along from two separate pool tables away from each other, singing along to this song. And then it just came up that they were about to get married. They met at the pool hall. They love shooting pool. They're getting married. They've been together for, you know, however long it was. And then, you know, I was like, well, you must meet Pastor Rob because he does weddings. And let me show you some pictures of the last one. He was just that. And it was it was unbelievable. It was happening right before our eyes. Yes, it's very cool. <laughs> So, Pastor Rob, this middle finger is for you, my friend. What's happening? You're listening to Kingdom Radio. But then moving right along, the next day, we had Mary Poppins watch the kids. That was perfect. How Aaron was able to find the best babysitters in the world on Care.com. I don't know how she's doing it. Care.com. But she's going to care.com and finding these people. So, you know, care.com. It doesn't work as great in Plannersville for some strange reason. Real talk. But we're hoping that Montgomery and Conroe will draw in some better care.com type of people so we can have that Mary Poppins for our children when we're gone. (laughs) So Mary Poppins was Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, we were going to do something with the kids, and we were going to take them out in the snow, and we were going to go to the ski resort. And which one we were going to go to, I don't know, but let's go to a place where the locals go. And Let's not forget about the games. You're listening to Kingdom Radio. There's NFL football going on, championship games that Sunday. The 49ers and the Eagles were playing first, so it was like, hold on, where are we going to be at 2 o'clock? Now just calm down, young fella. That happened. So we went to Winter Park. If you've ever been to Winter Park, it's nice. Yes, yes. The drive there was a little, uh, we had to take two vehicles. So Ron got the expert Colorado mountain pass driver. And um, mom and us, we the ladies, the ladies were in one car, the guys were in the other car, and we had to drive pretty slow. It was really, for me, it was a little sketchy. You got to, you know, the hair point turns. Rob seemed to make it there, you know, 30 minutes before we did. (laughs) 
if you've ever been in the car when Patty's driving, I mean, there's just not enough seat belts. You're looking for a roll cage and a helmet, you know, and then you add snow to the equation and mountains and elevation. I ain't sending for no Paul. I'm trying to tell you a story. I don't know. I'm kind of glad I was riding with uh, Pastor Rob on that one. I mean, it's just people passing very fast. The the snowplows hadn't been through yet, so it it was a little nerve wracking for me, just because I'm not used to that kind of driving. But you got to go all the way up the mountain, the pass, and you got to all back all the way down. But when we got to the ski resort areas, you can everything changed. It was like the horizon and the sun came up, and this gorgeous mountain with skiers, you know, doing their thing. And then we got to the tubing location which was awesome i had a fantastic day let's say let's say this going through mountain pass and getting closer and just driving from where they live in littleton driving to winter park there was just non-stop biblical backdrops oh yeah Everywhere you went, every turn you made, there was just beautiful mountain scenery and you went under a tunnel and then you went through some other mountains and hey, after we make this turn, you can see over all these peaks of mountains and hey, when we make this next turn, doesn't it look like there was a meteor that was dropped down on this mountain, that perfect shape of a circle that's in that one and hey, look at this mountain over here. It was like a tour guide just showing you all the beautiful creation of God. Oh, yeah, totally. Thank you, Pastor Rob. It was awesome. Yes. But yeah, Winter Park, it looked like there was people up in the ski resort. We never made it to where the... I'll help you. We never went to where all the people were hanging out. (laughs) I understand going to the snow tuning. That just made more sense for us for playing in the snow. Oh, yeah, totally. But one thing that didn't make a lot of sense is your mother's bounce. (laughs) Hey, turn that up. He's talking about his mother-in-law again. I mean, that didn't make any sense at all. It's like, I don't know if this is hereditary or in the genes or what. Whatever. But this woman could not stand on an escalator to save her life. I mean, she had fell off this escalator like five times where all you had to do was stand still and lean forward. Some of your family members fucked up too, Ryan. It got to the point where after the second time she had fell off it three or four times. And keep in mind, there's like 60 people at some point at the bottom of the hill to the top that are going up this magic carpet escalator. And so every time someone, you know, falls off or anything like this, they go ahead and, you know, stop the escalator until the person can get back on. And all she has to do is just sit down on the tube on the escalator. But she's standing up. She's falling off. So Rob's at the bottom of the hill yelling up, Patty, you're embarrassing the entire state of Colorado. Come on already, Jesus. And she's looking back, you know, I'm sure saying some things under her breath or out loud. I would have. (laughs) But that's the last time she went up and she just just tapped out. She just sat by the fire. And it was much more relaxing than trying to, you know, you know what you can do. You know what you can do. I was really nervous that the kids would, you know, it was their first time. They already kind of weighted down with all their gear. And, but they did great, and they had such... I mean, we couldn't even keep up. They were, like, up the, up the escalator and down the hill, and up the escalator down the hill. They really had a fantastic time. And we tried all four levels. You know, we did little chains and held hands. It was really fun. Just fun, fun, fun time. You're listening to Kingdom Radio. Brothers and sisters, 
I'm afraid we're all out of time. Let's fast forward to the end. Yeah, before your ass say something else, stupid. <laughs> Flying back to school, Colorado was fun. If my greatest takeaway of the Colorado trip was it was just beautiful to see that part of the country and to see those mountains and the snow-covered mountains. And it was nice to see how that culture lived. And I will tell you this, I don't want to get political with you right now and I don't want to get biblical with you right now but when you go to Denver Colorado you know you're not in Texas anymore yes yes I'm so glad I live in Texas I mean I like visiting uh, Colorado but there is no chance I'm ever moving to Colorado that's for sure no I would love to visit again for sure yeah yeah absolutely but yeah it was fun so that was a Colorado trip but guess what we have coming up in the future I don't know. I do know that when we got back, my ladies left me like three dozen eggs. It was pretty, pretty cool. They were, they did fine. They did fine for the weekend. The chickens. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of chickens, we have four more chickens or six? We have six more chickens, 10 turkeys, and we have six eggs in the incubator right now. I'm going to give that a try, see what happens. I'm a little nervous. You can see how that story unfolds on our new show, on our podcast, Ranch Life. Ranch Life. Yes, we're going to be talking about that. So yeah, for now, it's been really nice talking to you. Laura and I are in the middle of training. We are going to be going through some barbecue training at the Houston Rodeo, where Kingdom Radio will be on site on the barbecue training. But as for some physical training, Laura and I am happy to announce right here on Kingdom Radio that Laura and I will be in the Olympics this year. <laughs> yes. And we are participating in the Olympics this year for the Holodynamic Olympics, and Laura and I are going for the gold. Yes, and that'll be in Houston. March 2nd to the 4th. March 2nd through the 4th is when we'll be in the Olympics, so definitely grab your Facebook handle and check us out and follow us as we are there on the Christmas Light Installers Mastermind. We'll cover the whole thing right there. The Christmas Light Installers Mastermind Facebook Group. You're listening to Kingdom Radio. Texas, are you my friend? I'm afraid of you. Ford, we definitely love you. We'll look forward to seeing you on the next one. This concludes our coverage of the Colorado trip. And if you would like to be on Kingdom Radio, of course you do. Let's get connected in 2023. DC. Peace.